We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Alf. Alf. He win. Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. Oh. I was watching that fucking barn burner. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh. um, I think uh, the Bucks won. Um, woo! What a game, y'all. I mean, <laughs> we're staying up till uh, you know we're staying up and staying home till eleven o'clock on a Friday night. Wow. I mean, wow. Uh. The uh, the Hawks looked every bit of a team that won a game on the road in the playoffs and decided uh, we did our job. It's time to get back to Atlanta. Milwaukee sucks. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't blame them. Like I'd be trying to get back to Atlanta as quickly as possible if I was them as well. So, uh, wow, bro, like that shit was fucking horrid. Like, the highlight of the game was a Thanasis dunk that didn't count, which is, like, a perfect microcosm of Thanasis' season, if you want to call it that, uh, or his career. Uh, a dunk with a with a flex and walking around the court like a badass, and it didn't even fucking count. Anyway, go ahead and bring me out, Brass. I'm Alphonse Sidney, a.k.a. Alf954. You are tuned into Hangover Time, the Miami Heat beat postgame show. And we are, listen, bad game, good game, indifferent. Moose, what are we doing tonight? Oh, come on, Alf. You already know. It doesn't matter what who's playing, what the score is. It's Friday night. The only thing that matters is that I'm going to hit you one time with a drip drop. Let's go. And on that note, Brass, let's find out what everybody's drinking. Yes, sir. So as Moose said, it's Friday night. Uh, If you watch Hangover Time, you know what we do. Friday night, we out here drinking. I don't give a fuck about this game. 
Um, I barely give a fuck about the playoffs at this point. I'm just here for the hateration and holleration up in this dancery. Okay, so like I don't give a fuck. You know, uh, I want you know I want the Bucks to lose. I want Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill to go toe to toe in one of the most epic finals matches of all time of Heat Lifers. Um, but for the most part, for the most part, I'm just trying to get drunk with my homeboys because you know Tiff and Siobhan bailed on us tonight, so it's uh the the energy is not as cool as it usually is. <laughs> Uh, we are missing the ladies. Yes, we Jack, are. Do you, do you wanna, much drag. Jack, Jack, do you want to be Tiff tonight? First of all, I don't believe in numbers. <laughs> there you go. I'll put you in there Tiff's spot. Go. All right. Ah, sweet. I got to get a hat and start chewing almonds and something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, Jack. It's all love. The, the appropriation is 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 nigh. So. <laughs> Moose. What you got? You got that monkey booty tonight? Come on, man. Of course. You know, I got that monkey shoulder. I was making a, making a lot of work of it during this game because, God damn, that was, that was hard to watch. So, one more time. Drip drop. Right, let me get my drink. Get... <laughs> also, I want, I want you to stop fucking lying, Moose. You did not watch the game, so it wasn't hard to watch because you did not watch I, it. I was preparing for Moose at the movies later. So I was no, doing weren't. my job. Okay. And once you job. see what the movie is, you're going to know why he was drinking all that monkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Bear um, with me tonight, people. He teased Jack, it to me. He was like, he's like, oh, you, you know, you're the only one who's going to know this. Wouldn't tell me what it was. So I'm, I'm I was, excited. Never. I was don't downloading be. the images from Moose at the movies and I still don't know what oh. the fuck the movie is. Oh, okay, good. I, I have no <laughs> idea. Moose doesn't know what the movie is. Um, uh, Jack. Uh, if you were like me, I was actually catching up on Dave tonight. Uh, after that first half, <laughs> I, I checked back in every once in a while, but it was like, oh, fuck it. It's a great Kevin back Klein in movie. It's- great Kevin Klein movie. <laughs> <laughs> Break that down, stream beat. Excellent. Oh, yeah, that'd be no, excellent. We won't. Um, Jack, what are you drinking tonight? I've got a nice little graham cracker porter right here from Denver Beer Company. Um, it's nice. There's you a white you weren't cracker enough nice. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not playing the tiff roll tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> you tried, buddy. You tried, but it's just um didn't try that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like everything. Um, um uh Brass, what do you got tonight for us? Brass, um, you had listen, tell we are a transparent show. You've had a frustrating night. fucking night. Oh my rough god. Night. My my computer, <laughs> neither of my computers are working properly. I'm pretty sure they both have COVID. It's not good. <laughs> no, it's we not almost nothing. didn't have a show tonight. No. <laughs> really, it was it was dicey. It was very dicey. I had to, you know, string shit together. Uh, but we're here. We're not gonna miss it. Um anyway, so yeah, I definitely needed a drink. Uh, I made it's it's a martini variation with uh, with vodka and it's called uh, kangaroo. So word to Ben Simmons. <laughs> word to ben Simmons. <laughs> Yo, you know, what's why everybody I show the fucking inept brothers to like people who don't even watch basketball. Like that shit is hilarious, but it's also kind of racist. And they're not calling you racist, Brad. It's me. I like I legit like one of my cousins is married to an African man. She's like, yo, that wasn't cool at all. I was like, no. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I don't man. know. We got a comment saying like how how uh, how good my Australian accent was. And they're I from act- Perth. 
It was. Yeah, it, was from Perth. it was. In, I was, was like shocked. I was shook. Yeah, I actually, I, I don't come on this show very often, but I did come on this show as a representative of the Australian community. <laughs> and I just wanted to say, brass, not fucking cool. <laughs> no. Oh, <my> God. <laughs> That's cultural appropriation. No, maybe uh, maybe you were hearing uh, Moose earlier because that was, that was supposed to be that was supposed to be Moose. It was Moose and Ben Simmons the first time. It was an impression was. of Moose doing an Australian accent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, then it's okay. I'll let I'll let Australia know. So Moose is the racist. Frankie, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a uh, margarita lager from a local brewery, Muy Importante. Right. Shout out to the Hawks Bucks game. I I missed the whole game too. I was I took a pregame nap and I saw checked in at halftime and I was like, oh, back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, took a pregame nap. Took turned into a full game coma. If you want to see Frankie do a free pregame nap, just tune into the Weird Elf pregame show. He <laughs> may as well be napping. Whatever, is, uh, the pregame still going strong, Jack. Still, oh yeah, I mean it's amazing. Still cranking every, those out every game. Every it's game. wild that you do it before every playoff game. Yeah, that's a nobody I, watches. But you do them as <laughs> NFTs, right? You're, they're yeah, NFTs, doing them yeah. for you. They're yeah. expensive too. Yeah, yeah, they're all pixelated, so you can't really see. A little, little peek behind the court screen. <laughs> Jack asks me to talk about the last game every pregame show because he hasn't seen a game in since like that's not true. before the All Star. That's break. not true. I don't it think can't that's be that far off, Jack. I'm not. I mean, it's not far off. Pe- it's just, we're peeking behind the curtain on that. I think yeah. that's pretty transparent. I think that is <laughs> he, well within the me, front ground of the show. <laughs> he asked me, "How do I think Dwayne Wade's going to play tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, Jack." See that hammy's working. <laughs> oh man but alf hold on oh sorry can we, can we zoom in on alf real quick i, 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 I noticed something <laughs> that i hadn't noticed before alf you have a dwarf in that little shelf one of the seven dwarfs oh, yeah yeah i have sleepy i was what? like hey that's offensive and then it's like oh no it's literally seven dwarfs. <laughs> it's like, no i have i have a I okay, so you, I don't know if you guys want the story behind that. I mean, we're peeking behind the curtain like hardcore tonight. I mean, God forbid, <laughs> you know, I, I away from the game tonight. Um, but that was, was given to me by my last, uh, my last boss at the last company I worked for because I be in that motherfucker falling asleep at my desk all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so for, for Christmas, he got me a sleepy dwarf. Wow, Fucking wow. I have a I'm sleep apnea, bro. Like get off, get off my back. I have, you know, but that's I kept it. I I, I like that shit. I also have Muhammad Musa, Ali and Big Dopey in the back. Well, that's a different dope. Uh, to doom doom. Hey. Um, <laughs> we really need Tiff to keep us in line. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is gonna go off the rails pretty quickly if we don't uh if we don't get back on track. I don't want to talk about this game. Um, you know, I feel like the Hawks, they did what they had to do. Fuck it. Move on. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. What I do want to talk about with the Bucks, though, if this ain't the most front running ass team I've ever seen in my life, like once if they get a lead, I mean, they are off to the races. Giannis is mm, and, Thanos is, mm, yeah. and then fucking Connaughton. Is, mm, and it's like they're just all like they I mean, Bobby Portis is out of here fucking playing the Kevin Garnett role with all of the attitude and none of the talent. <laughs> like, it's just, it, I mean, this, I, 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 I want, I wanted to like them because I like Drew Holiday moves, but fuck, they're annoying. Mm-hmm. It's been really tough. I, I'm kind of with you, Alf, because I, I'm going to be honest. I have not, I had nothing against the Bucks team. Like, 
personally, nothing against Giannis. I like rooting against him since he's not playing for us. But had he, you know, moved on to the next rounds and all that, I didn't feel bad for him. But with the way that they've been playing and with that fucking piece of shit, I am so out on on this team. Like Drew Holiday is the only one left that I'm I'm good with because that guy's got a, a tough road and he's been a good guy and all that. But fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Fuck Milwaukee. I'm not with it. I'm going for the Hawks. I'm going for the Suns in the West. Brass, take me out. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Drip drop. Listen, Hawks stole home court. They're still good. That was very unenthusiastic drip drop. Jack. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was. <Okay. laughs> you got to bid for it. You got to bid for the enthusiasm. Yeah. Jack, going back to Thanasis, right? <laughs> Which, I don't know why I spent so much time. He just fucking annoys me. Um, he spent more time on him than he spends on the court. Exactly. <laughs> We've talked right. about Thanasis more on this show than he has minutes in the season. Than, um, the, than the entire state or area of Milwaukee has spoken of Thanasis. The yeah. lowest plus minus for the starters uh, for the Bucks was a plus 30 for Giannis. Scrub. Thanasis played 10 minutes, was somehow a minus two. Hell yeah. <laughs> In a 30-point blowout. Like, and he's flexing. And, I, I mean, he's just got to be one of the most fucking annoying bench hype men since Patty Mills. Like, do you guys remember Patty Mills in 2014? Unfortunately, yeah. At least Patty yeah, Mills could play. Patty Mills could hit some shots. Thanasis is, isn't how, doing shit out this there. This is Lance right. Stevenson 2012 levels right now. Like, um, when Dexter Pittman el- had to elbow him, this is how far he's got it. <laughs> he jumps in to put his jeans yeah. on. He <laughs> says Thanasis uh, jumps to put his jeans on. Um yeah. Well, what is this? No patty slander. This is, really, that must be your Australian. Yes, patty slander. It's the Australian. Yeah. The oh, Australian. The Australian I, fans we picked up from our Ben Simmons impression. If you've ever met Al, like you know how much he hates Patty Mills. I fucking hate that. If I see Patty Mills on the street, it's me and you, Patty, motherfucker. It's me and you, Patty. Patty, Kate, Patty that sounds fake, first man. It really undercuts the threat when you have to end it with it Patty. <laughs> Man, it's on site, Patty. Yeah, it sounds like a, it sounds like a Mavs coaching hire. But anyway, um, I think we have a. Uh, I think we we actually have a, a gaga gaga of the game for the first time in a long time. Wow! Mm. All right. Okay, so I'm sorry. So we're gonna we're gonna break down this Thanasis dunk, this gaga gaga from Thanasis. Um, even Giannis isn't very impressed. Yeah, no. Giannis is such an asshole. He can't jump for his brother. His brother, his brother jumps for everything, and Giannis can't jump for once. The best, yeah. The best part about that saving shit, his energy. It didn't fucking count. Yeah. Right, and then he he walks away like this. That was yeah. for no points. Wait, I gotta say it again. Wait, I gotta say it. Look at him! Look at him looking at the fucking Hawks bench. He's looking at the Hawks bench for scoring zero points. But maybe that—that's why Giannis didn't waste his energy getting up. Like they didn't score any points. It didn't count. Look, he's got, he's got a seven. No, wait, bro, Brass, play one more time. Because I want the Hawks. 
The Hawks weren't even phased. Look, look at the replay. The Hawks players no, they don't were even react. What are you, they were like, what are you like, doing? What are you doing, bro? You're the one seed, guys. Act like look, it. You, look, you, look, look at the Hawks players. Like, bro, get the fuck off me, bro. What, what is your deal? <laughs> Like, what is your problem? Fucking I'd say he's a tryhard, but he didn't even try. No. <laughs> Yo, that great video, by the way. You got that on your on your phone? Those no, no, no. That was uh, <laughs> I, I used a software program called. Uh, I wish you showed the full, the full zoom and zoom out you did on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you zoomed okay. out before you zoomed in. You, it was so good. He's not tour. It's and it's I, I already sequence. know. I already know the second we went to the imaging, Brass was like, oh, my God, please don't crap out. Please don't crap out. Oh, well, I mean, you can tell all, I didn't pull that imaging. First of all, Worldwide Wob got fucking verified for That's doing true. what the fuck That's I true. just did. Okay? That's true. That's true. And has a nerve to talk shit to people like, bro, you 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 fucking take your phone and record your TV. Like, stop. You're not, a, you're not a fucking journalist, bro. Like, oh, you, I, Worldwide Thanasis. <laughs> like I remember one time he got mad that somebody fucking stole his video, bro. Like, what like you, you stole, stole the video. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's stealing your iPhone videos, bro. Like nobody cares. It's not that serious. Um, it's like a cover band, like getting pissed at someone else is doing a cover of the same song. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, we're gonna sue you. It's like, what's well, not you know who music, Wob dude. is? This motherfucker is- just sing Wonderwall. <laughs> Wob is Jerry Seinfeld in that episode of Seinfeld where he's pirating movies. And you're like, Jerry, you're an artist. You know exactly the right angles. That's Wob. He's a genius. It's well, I mean, Wob, honestly, what he does. Look, look at how I recorded my TV compared to how Wob does it. And yeah, the month right. One more time. Yeah. One more time. Are oh, you going to watch it? It's yeah, that's beautiful quality. This part is okay, but then yeah, I find it. except for the, the cocktail reflection. Yeah, that's my favorite part easily. I and just I love the cinematography. Out. Oh yeah, the jersey. And then Give I us get the, the wide angle perspective. Why yeah. did you have to move? Why didn't you just stay there? You had it. Well, I wanted to zoom in on Thanasis <laughs> and, you fold and then zoom out, and then I was gonna cut it, and then we didn't have time because it was well, listen. <laughs> hmm. We got the fucking point across, all right? <laughs> this is what this happens is when I produce the fucking show. <laughs> I'm going to cancel the I can't wait to rewatch Al FaceTime me when he watches the game. There's going to be like half of the game is me like putting the phone down and you're going to see my dog. <laughs> That's better than watching the Bucks. It's definitely hear your dog your... snoring in the background. <laughs> yeah, well, it might be that's so also loud. me. Thank you, Ace. Ace says y'all let Alf be great, man. Damn. No, huh. he's saying hey. we let you be great. Thank exactly. you. Ace. <laughs> Other people would not. They Thank would you. Not Ace. The opportunity. No, it, ta- it takes. You. It takes a village. It takes a Alvaro whole community. says, "Don't worry, Alf. It was perfect." Listen, the point came across. All right. In the in the crunch time when things were going bad, I came through. Did I not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. You did. That was like um, it was like the Ben Simmons one dunk of the whole playoffs, you know, like in the fourth quarter. The one play he made was, you know, the highlight of the Nassus not cap- getting a point. I yeah. did what I did what needed to be fucking done. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Um, what we did want to get into a Thank little you, bit. Thank you, Alf. <laughs> Alf. Yo, Alf. did you see Alf. the fucking Bucks, Alf. the Bucks fans chanting Bobby tonight? No. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, bro, the, the yeah, Bucks side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell, us, tell us your take on that. Moose, no, I mean, they were, they were saying, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby boy. Anyway, they were chanting, the Suns fans were chanting, Bobby, Bobby, which was wild to me. Um, <laughs> one thing we did want to get into, because we do have a Moose at the movies for y'all. So, uh, That's powered by Streambeat. And we also want to get into a little bit of there's been some news with heat free agency. Um, some of the people they're targeting, some of the people they're willing to get rid of. Thank you. Um, but before we get into that, I lost my train of thought. I was like, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that's all we have left. We want with. to thank everyone. <laughs> no. Thank everyone for the last show we did, the Pride Fundraiser was a smashing yes. success because of all of you. We raised a lot of money. I don't know the Ooh. exact number, but I mean, I know all in all, it was over. Uh, it was $6,500 like, $6, we've raised. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which is really, it's really awesome. And in part, and part of that, uh, the eBay auction for the very, very generous donation from the shipping container from the Levitar crew, uh, that win? auction ended this evening and that the final bid went for forty three hundred dollars. Ooh, I bid seventy five dollars. So but close. Moose. Thank you. That's the opening one. bid was two fifty. Like you literally wasted. Yeah, what you- <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't even think eBay lets you do that. You're just typing in seventy five, and it's like nope, no. It's, nope. I got this whole thing with my credit and savings. It's, it's like, yeah. you got to move money around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way your the way your account is set up. He was really hoping for that scratch ticket to hit, you know. But uh but real, yeah, I mean that's real. Twenty two hundred twenty two hundred dollars the other night and forty three hundred dollars for the auction. That's amazing. Uh, we're not going to announce the winner's name until we get in touch with them to make sure they're okay with us announcing the winner's name. Uh because they yes. might not be cool with that shit. Uh, so Probably. we won't announce it. We won't announce it. I'm not even be watching right now. But really. they are Probably. very excited to hang out with me and Alf. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I don't think they're watching right now, but sure. you know. it did that much money to hang out with you guys. We do it for free. I mean, when Listen, we said, when if we you said, throw in an extra $75, maybe Moose crashes the place. Who knows? No, it's your 75, Moose. You have to still donate the 75. The best part is like, it's a lunch with a shipping container. It's like one board op in me and brass, but whatever. Listen, oh, good. Um, there's a pizza place on Washington that I love. Um, John's exactly. <laughs> Little Caesars. Uh, they don't Hopefully have the heat wind before it. So they don't have a dining yeah. area, but we can eat on my car. Um, <laughs> you know, if you guys are okay nice with that. Car. Smeathan uh, <laughs> <laughs> says, can't believe Tim Reynolds paid that much to hang out with you guys. Uh, Tim Reynolds spends that money on his shiny suits. He doesn't have that kind of disposable income uh, to spend to hang out with uh, me, Brass. And two board ops from the Levitard show. <laughs> we came two now. Yeah, no, it's two. I just talked to him. He's, I would have, uh, I would have thought he, he, he sold the suit back to Grimace to get the money to bid. Yeah, no, he had to give it back. <laughs> he loaned it from Steve Harvey. Um, he needed it for an extra special episode of Family Feud. Um, so, actually, what I did want to get into is some heat free agency talk. So, our good friend Ethan Skolnick over at the Five Reasons Sports Network. Uh, I do also want to say shout out to Five Reasons because on Tuesday night, they yes. lent us two of their brightest stars, Royal Shepard and Leif. Thank you guys. Thank them so much for coming on. 
We had a fantastic time. Um, but Ethan Skolnick reports that uh, there's a 75% chance that Tyler Hero will be traded this summer. And then when he put it out to some other people, it's over 75%. I can tell you, I don't have any sources. I know people that know people. I know motherfuckers that know motherfuckers. And I don't know anybody important. But the people I know, like, it's almost a certainty. Um, and it's almost like you can say it's common sense, right, uh, Frankie, just because he's their only asset. Yeah, you see how much uh, the Heat regressed last season and, you know, Bam's extensions kicking in. Jimmy's looking for the max now. Uh, Goron's aging uh, quickly. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Tyler's the only uh, asset that they can use and hope to pick up an, uh, a really big piece that's going to make a big difference. They have some free agency space. Uh, you don't, you have Duncan as an option for signing trades. Um, but that that's your two guys right there that you're hoping to, to mix and match and find, uh, you know, the, the right reshuffling of the deck to, to see what's going to bring uh, the biggest influence to this team. Cause this team needs a shot in the arm badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, no COVID vaccine, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty bad uh, that Tyler is the only asset after one year, you know, you pre- precious, uh, hoping that he can uh, rekindle some of his stock. Uh, KZ can hopefully can KZ can become a penny stock at some point. Um, but you know that you're not trading Bam, you're not trading Jimmy, and you don't have much else besides that. So Tyler's got to be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Word Al said that Frankie and anti-vax. I love the fact that Jack tweets. I mean, uh, As, yeah, comments in the chat instead of just saying something. Which, well, I mean, I'm here talking. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I don't I mean, want I'm, it on the pod feed that one of our people are anti-vax. I'm gonna say yes, it no, but now we're talking. not gonna hear you. Yeah. Well, now they are. But I mean, I'm hearing. Not. I'm hearing it's 78 percent though. Oh, like, well, I, I got 77 and a half. So I heard uh, a couple months ago from a, a network that usually is the first on these kinds of news is it could go either way. Newses? These kinds of news right. it could go either way. Right. Yeah. So uh, which would be a anti-grammar, Jack. <laughs> God damn. God damn. Uh, well, that would be a 50% chance could go either way. Um, <laughs> Look at the glasses. Moose. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, uh, in, in regards to... Jesus. <laughs> in, in- um. Tyler, look. They don't let you 100 yards within a school, do they? <laughs> look at that. What, what was that? Uh, in regards you to see. Tyler, I'm... I'm with you, Alf. Look, I know motherfuckers that know motherfuckers too. Uh, and I'm going to say that we're at 100% that he's going to be traded. And that's not an indictment on Tyler. It's the fact that we don't have anything else to trade. Since day one that Tyler was traded, I've been saying his entire purpose here in Miami is to be a trade chip for somebody else. That's that's all he is. And that's why we want him to progress and be good to up that value so we can get something great in return. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about what we can possibly get in return. Realistically, I don't know what his value is at right now, but we're hearing a lot of uh, Sexton, some maybe some Shea Gilgis Alexander. If you can get one of those two. Fuck, yeah, you do the deal. Sorry, Tyler. We need we need to be realistic about our timeline and hopefully what he can get us in return. Well, and. I'll put this out to all of you guys. One of the things that somebody is saying, well, why would you give up on Tyler and bring in a guy like Sexton? And my thing is Sexton gets downhill. It's not even just about, is Sexton a better player than Tyler? In my opinion, yes. But let's say you don't think he is. 
The thing is, we're talking about fit. And when you're talking about Jimmy Butler's window right now, it has to be right now and what fits. And what fits was, remember, the re, one of the reasons Victor Oladipo was exciting was that it was a guard that can get downhill and get you in the early offense, break down a defense, get in the paint, maybe kick out a little bit, like put some pressure on opposing defenses. We have no pressure on opposing defenses. You saw what happened with Bam. They just sit there and wait for us to, uh, or to they're like, okay, y'all finish your actions and then we'll be there when you're done. Um, so you need a guy that can put pressure on the defense and Hero's not that guy. So is Colin Sexton a lot better than Hero? Whatever, however you want to cut that. Yes. I think he is. But what he does is he brings an element to the game that Hero just doesn't have. Like Hero doesn't have the speed and athleticism. He's also statistically a better shooter than than Hero. He's. I mean, that's he, the, he's like that's why Frankie <laughs> fuck, bro. Like, what is okay, this shit? I'm about to fucking fuck. Okay, listen. Go let's, off, kid. let's stop. People he's are like, also got more people, years on him, and the people are like, oh, oh, fuck <laughs> off, Alf. Duncan and Hero are fucking. Uh, you know, they're they're they're. You know, they're they're repeating themselves. You have two of the same Go fucking off. guys. No, you fucking don't. You don't have the same guy. Hero is not the shooter Duncan is. Hero be fooling y'all. He's like, he's the Patrick Beverly of three-point shooting. Like, he's, <laughs> he just, he looks good when he's doing it, but he's not, I mean, he is not that guy, bro. Jack, he's not that guy. You're not, not that, that guy. guy like, pal. He's, not, he's not that <laughs> not guy. That guy. <laughs> like, let's stop acting like he's just fucking elite, elite level shooter. He's just not. And if and like, so you have a guy in Sexton who can shoot comparably or even better than Tyler, can get downhill, can get in the paint, create for others, which Tyler cannot do. Cause anytime Tyler passes the ball, like holy shit, I don't know where that motherfucker's going. It might go to a heat player. It might go to the opposing team. It might go to a ref. It might go to the third fucking row. Who knows? Like, it's like, let's stop with some of this shit. Like, oh, we, we need the shooting. He, he's not, he's not Duncan. Like, let's stop acting like Tyler's Duncan Robinson out here from the three point line. I'm done. I'll say in Tyler's defense that I do think he is going to be an elite shooter. I think like even this year Thank where you. he had no consistency, he did finish with like decent shooting splits. That said, Sexton cr- can create space for himself. Tyler Hero, I don't think, is ever going to be able to do that at, at an elite level. I do think that's where the difference is made. Like, I mean, Sexton can get downhill. Hero's not really that guy. And Sexton can just do things on the court that Hero can't. It's just astronomical differences athletically. Sexton's super quick. He's not the best passer. He's not the uh, ideal point guard I'd want with Bam. But you know what? Neither was Depot. And Depot was pretty bad in his four games, and he still fixed 90% of Miami's issues just by being an NBA guard who could kind of get in front of an offensive player and, you know, get downhill every once in a while. You just need that threat because Jimmy and Bam are your guys. Sexton doesn't have to create everything. Bam is a good enough passer where you can kind of let him off the hook a little bit. He's an elite scorer. I think he's only going to get better. He's been playing for the Cavs and the Cavs aren't as bad as they've been in recent years, but they're still not like in a stellar organization and they don't have a track record of player development. Sexton's what, like 22, 23, 22. Yeah. There's a lot of room for growth. He's younger than Bam and get him with Spo, get him in, get him with the heat, get him around Jimmy and Bam. And I do think sky's the limit for him. And he almost won a game three on five. Bring him to Miami. Jimmy's going to love him. 
Yeah. And I'm not saying that sexing is necessarily the answer, but this whole idea of like, oh no, you can't do it. You can't, and you can't, why quit on Tyler when you I'm like, all right, stop. Like, and, like and Alf, we don't we don't know how available he is. We know when there's smoke, there's fire, and, and Cleveland's probably not going to pay him, so they're going to have to move him, especially with this with this draft coming up. But we don't know yet to what extent they're willing to move him this off season. Maybe they're going to wait till next off season, and what value they have internally on Sexton. You know, maybe they have their sights higher than Tyler Hero. We don't know yet, but it's what we're hearing, so I'm excited about it. And I guess my overall thing is just like I, I know people like Tyler. And I know pe- you know you you have the Tyler stands and all that stuff. But it's like if you want to get better, the avenue to get better right now, no matter how you feel about Tyler, because it's either you use your assets to get better or you run it back. And who here? Raise your hand if you want to run this shit back. No, listen. Like I'm so sick of people talking about heat assets. Is like we have to. <laughs> not that guy, pal. Everybody talks about heat assets every time a player becomes available, who's like far better than anybody on the Heat or anybody on the Heat other than Jimmy and Bam. They'll say, "Yeah, I don't want to sacrifice heat flexibility." You know, they really need to keep space for when Kevin Durant or like the second coming of God comes along and they can sign him in the off season. That shit's not going to happen. I'm sorry. And if it does happen, they'll make the space. But at some point you have Jimmy, Jimmy's got, I think like maximum three years left at this level of play. And I think that's being generous. You got to cash in your chips. You can't keep running it back. This team is stagnating, getting progressively a little bit worse and worse betting on Bam's improvement to like, keep them afloat. Meanwhile, the rest of the East is getting better. I think the Pacers are going to be a lot better this year or next year. I think the Nets are going to be healthier next year. You're going to have a competitive East next year. And if you're not cashing in your chips for players like Sexton, and hopefully you can get Nance in a package like that too. I think that would be huge and would elevate them in a huge way. It doesn't matter if it's Sexton. It doesn't matter if it's just anybody you gotta if cash in your chips. if it's lowry no matter what Andrew. like you have to make moves like you cannot run this back right? Yeah, right so we we all agree you can't run it back and so now now the question is well what do you do what are the what are the answers and to me it's like you go out there and you you, you set your sights on this person you know you have your tears you shoot your shot you can't make no matter what it can't be like what we had in the trade deadline well, we didn't get who we want, uh, so now we just set her for Vic. And I understood the, the the thought process at the trade deadline, but that can't be the process going into this offseason where, okay, we didn't get the number one option that we wanted, all right, because the Giannis thing, you blew up in your fucking face. The Bradley Bill thing, so one more fucking person said something about Bradley Bill to me in the heat. I will. Yeah. Fu- I'm going to choke you. I don't know, man. This may be the off season. <laughs> yeah. This okay. may be, I mean, he's tired of losing, right? Uh, and, he's and tired I, of losing. You keep photoshopping fucking Dame in a in a Heat jersey. He's he'll be here shortly. Like, get let's get the fuck over. Like, let's talk about realistic options. And and that's my thing. Like, you just have to do something. You have to make a move. You have to show Jimmy you are trying to win now because all reports that I've heard and things that I've heard is that Jimmy is highly fucking frustrated. So you waste another year of Jimmy's prime. I mean, Jimmy's going to be the guy asking out next summer. And where does that leave you? 
you know, with Bam and Hero? Like, come on. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> if if Jimmy gets frustrated and leaves, we all need to deactivate our Twitter accounts because, holy oh, shit, shit, that is not a world I want to live in. And then I don't, and, I don't see that happening, though. I really no, don't. No, I don't either. No way. And I, I, I because I feel and like he won't let it happen. I, like, I, I feel really like they're that. going to do something this summer. But, like, yeah. I guess more for me, more it's like the fans who are like, because somebody said in the in the chat, uh, our Australian friend was like, what about our depth? So, because I heard, I heard when it was the Harden trade, and I'm not going to go into the depths of the Harden trade. There was no, ch- the Heat had no chance of getting Harden. Let's put that. Let's make sure everyone understands that Thank shit. You, Alf. They Thank never you. were. They had no. They had. They. They don't have any fucking draft picks, and that's what Houston wanted. Like the Heat mm-hmm. were used as leverage, but when that shit was going down, I kept hearing, "Well, what about our depth?" We played okay. We didn't do any of these trades that people were against, and we played seven guys in the playoffs. What depth? And four of them are dog shit. <laughs> what depth? <laughs> okay. Oh, this guy, God forbid. Oh, we're gonna give up all our. We had no depth in the fucking first place. Well, even in the season, wasn't there? There was yeah. like a two week stretch that we had like eight people. It was a shallow team. It, it, that was the thing. It's like not even a deep team. Is, they're talking about Max Struess and Casey Arpala, and it's like those are not NBA players. You know, like the way, six guys okay, on the team joking, that should have okay, played okay, G League mid- minutes. Cal, Cal, I know you were joking. I, listen, I, 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 I fucking the sarcasm was dripping off of it. I understand you were joking. You, there yeah. are people who actually believe that, though. <laughs> no, but oh, that's yeah. the problem. There are yeah. people that were like, "What about our depth? You can't get a guy like Harden and give up all our depth. What about our? Be- Shut the fuck up." Okay, like <laughs> you have Jimmy Bam and, and Harden, you don't worry about your depth. Yeah, all right. K- KZ would fuck. He, he'd be fine. Like I don't know. That's the whole depth argument is wild to me. And then so I guess that that kind of covers like the guard situation. And then so the options at that point, like if you can do a Sexton and a Nance thing. Or okay, you the sexing thing doesn't work out. Like to me, the sexing and dance thing is like a one. Like that's that's a that's a great option. But it's going to be hard to get sexing and dance for hero. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be. That, I think that's going to be hard to pull yeah. off. Hey, but precious. That, oh yeah. <laughs> but what are the other options for the Heat as far as a stretch four, or stretch five? Because I think John Collins has legitimately played himself clean out of your stratosphere like you ain't got john collins no. it's like when you were a kid and you were like i want mcdonald's your mom was like you got mcdonald's money like <laughs> he fans talking about i want john collins you ain't got john collins money well what if you're able to sign and trade with duncan would you do something like that if you could you know move duncan to the hawks for john collins you know yet you, you can sign him over the cap and then i guess trade him because I mean, I don't think you have the cap for John Collins, but you have Duncan's bird rights. I don't know if Atlanta would do that. I don't even know if I would do that as a Heat. Like, I would only do that if if there if if let's say you are able to uh, sign Lowry in a space. Okay, yeah, I agree. I would do that. Like, if 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 your off season haul is you lose Hero and Duncan, but bring back Lowry and Collins, you won. Yeah, like I you be- that. you become a top three team in the East automatically overnight. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I'm not sure he's leaving Atlanta. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I don't so. see why you would. Yeah. There. At this point, no way. Why would you? Yeah. Um, and then uh, 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know if you guys want to talk about the Mavs moves or the <laughs> Jack. I, I just want to give Jack the floor on the whole the whole Mavs situation. I, I want you guys to know, like, every Heat fan kind of hates the Mavs, but I moved to Dallas in 2006 during the NBA championship and then also was living in Dallas during 2011. So I got both sides of it where this was a very contentious thing. I these are some garbage entitled fans who have been complaining about some conspiracy for 15 fucking years. You bring up Dwayne Wade in Dallas and people will scream at you about the officiating. It's like that was 15 fucking years ago. So nothing gives me more pride than to see this team not only get maybe the most talented player of the generation in Luka Doncic, which is like, yeah, you should be elevated to greatness. It should be so easy for you to win. You, you know, you have Rick Carlisle. That's a top three coach. You got Donnie Nelson. That's an okay GM. That's a good GM. And you got Luka Doncic. Everything Mm -hmm. should fall into place from there. And they fuck it up so fucking badly that I think they might be the most toxic organization in the sport right now. Like, like Kings level bullshit. Like, obviously more talented. They'll be better than the Kings. They're going to contend for the playoffs next year because they have Luka. But they're going to lose Tim Hardaway Jr. They're going to get worse. They lost Rick Carlisle. Jason Kidd's not fucking Rick Carlisle. Um, I don't know who the fuck they hired a GM, some Nike motherfucker. That's not Donnie Nelson. I'm sorry. I don't care how you feel about Donnie Nelson. That's not Donnie Nelson. Mark Cuban's a fucking dumbass. That guy is a fucking loser. And nobody is happier to see me, see him fail than me. And Luca, in a year, he's going to go, look, this team's bullshit. The organization's garbage. Mark Cuban, you're a loser. For those reasons, I'm out. Boom! You beat me to it, Jack. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For those reasons. But I, I will say that you, you say they might be the top, most toxic organization in the league. Oh, I think so, they are. I, I don't know what pictures Mark Cuban has of like reporters or the media. They are legitimately because the Kings are just inept. They're not dangerous. Like this is like yeah. the, the, the Mavs are literally like toxically dangerous. Like and then they just they bring. I mean, we want. I, I, I'm not gonna get into Jason Kidd's past, but like with everything going on with the Mavericks, like Jason Kidd. Yeah, that, that's what. You, that's the movie I want to make. He's I also mean, a bad coach. 
Yeah. You, you also yeah, have this kind of on top of everything. He fucking on, sucks as a on coach. On top of it all, he's awful as yeah. a head coach. Yeah. But you also yeah. have this like two-sided thing where like two exposés dropped on the Mavs in pretty quick succession. Like a couple of years ago, I think 2017, you get like this huge sexual harassment scandal. Basically, like the Mavs had created a hostile work environment for any female journalist. It's horrible disgusting um really people should have lost more jobs over it mark Mm -hmm. cuban was all oh i don't pay that close attention to my organization i didn't know anything about that and then the harold labob stuff comes out um and he's like i think i would know what's going on in my organization okay and it's like you can't do both yeah i don't plausible deniability when it's bad uh but when it's something i don't agree with oh i know the ins and outs every nook and cranny of my organization oh really Sounds then why like did you know what was going on with the sexual harassment shit? Like I'm, I'm telling you, like when you say they might be like that, like when the coach and the, the they 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 fire or whatever, they come to a mutual agreement with the GM, and one of the top three coaches, top four, top five in the league, asks out and immediately goes takes a job in Indiana. Like you're fucking toxic. Like you're a shit organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, good Gamaria, I got him. He uh. Says he felt awkward about Dame, but took the Mavs job. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. By the way, meanwhile, breaking news from from Woj: it looks like Chauncey Billups is going to be uh, Dame's new coach. Hell yeah! So I kind of like that Chauncey. actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for Chauncey. Like he, listen, he's been grinding for a minute. He deserves yeah. it. He deserved a chance. Um, listen, I'm all for now. Will, will Dame stay though? Do you think? Do you think? Chauncey is uh, enough for Dame to, to say, okay, I'll give him a, I'll give him a season. They're not going to win more. I mean, they're still I assume, capped out talent-wise. I would, assume, I would assume that um, that Dame signed off on that, no? That's yeah, I think it's something that he probably was in I'm sure. for. Like, I'm yeah. sure he'll like him a lot more than Stotts. And that's the other thing. I'm sure Luca will like Jason Kidd. It doesn't mean they're going to win games. Until he ruins like, his shot. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm afraid of, Alf. <laughs> I'm I mean, fuck Jason Kidd has a has a history of ruining young young players. Yep. Yeah. And other history, but well, we'll and, and we'll, I mean, and also, you guys aren't even talking about how the Celtics just hired their first ever black coach. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jay Williams is a wild boy. <laughs> this hat. Yeah. I can't believe that. <laughs> that okay, so if if you don't know, Jay Williams, uh, the former Duke, he was a former yeah. Duke guard. Um, ESPN analyst when uh what's what's the name of the new Celtics coach? I'm not gonna uh, pronounce it. E- e- oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that guy. Uh, <laughs> Epe Ucto. Um when 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 they hired him, Jay Williams comes out with a with a tweet saying uh the first basically congratulations to the Celtics for hiring their first black coach. And it's like, bro. Like they literally had the first black coach in the NBA, I believe, in Bill Russell, right? Um, Doc Rivers was there not that long ago. Like, like the last coach they had. They <laughs> won a championship there. They have I mean, three black coaches that won a championship. Yeah, like five of their seventeen titles come from black coaches. Like, like listen, we fuck with the Celtics all the time, and it is hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, but like, what are you thinking? Like, what is like? You're, you are an ESPN analyst, and you did you not Google it first? Like, and then he's then then he comes out and says he was hacked. 
pencil but pack. Just, he changed his passcode. So he changed okay. first of all, which changed, that for me was the funniest part. Yeah. Passcode of all words. <laughs> I just, well, I love imagining somebody getting on his account and being like, "I'm going to get his ass right now," and this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Nobody's going to believe it. Yeah. The only person that could have done that is like Magic Johnson. Like most, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That is the most boring hack tweet I've ever heard of. I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Like, come on, man. Like, that is such a lame fucking excuse. I got hacked. Like, I thought we were over that. I thought we were done with that shit. Uh, (laughs) White Hot Hero says, Brad Stevens did say that he's going to hire a black guy for a year. And he said that on this show. (laughs) That was a a hangover time exclusive. Those interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Durant Durant called out Jay Williams earlier this year because Jay Jay supposedly said that uh, uh, Katie said, don't mention Giannis uh, and me in the same sentence ever again. And Katie tweeted him, that's a fucking lie. Yeah, Jay Williams just be out here lying on TV. Just lying on motherfucking TV. Apparently, a lot of people do about KD. That Jackie Mack stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Jackie (laughs) Mack. Jack, get into that one. Well, I think Jackie McMullen, she was on Around the Horner. She was on some ESPN platform, and she basically was, like, quoting KD, saying, KD's goal is to win, like, three rings with the Nets. And Kevin Durant, I mean, let's see if we can pull up this tweet here. But I don't even talk like that. I don't even talk like that. (laughs) And you're talking like we're friends. I'm not your fucking friend. <laughs> I love that shit because that's some shit. You know what I realized about KD? Like, I, at first I was like, man, that dude's a bitch. Like, why is he always like crying and this and that? Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you arguing with fucking trolls on Twitter? And I'm like, bro, that would be me. Yeah. Like, if yeah. I could play basketball at, at a decent level, I would be out here arguing with trolls all day. Like, I literally spent half my day arguing with a fucking uh Abby with with fucking fake Abbies and uh, dudes with two yeah. followers like I and you're just self but the best thing was that guy who uh quote tweeted KD and goes those of us who are lucky to count Jackie as a friend are the better for it you should try it KD goes Congrats, my G. Enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this guy with the Scotty Pippen stuff is like one of the funniest things I've ever read. Scotty out here getting (laughs) flamed, bro. Like, what are you doing, Scotty? Is KD a better tweeter than the basketball player? It's debatable. I I mean, it's. it's, I mean, elite, elite in both levels. He's got more Twitter titles than NBA titles in my uh, personal record book. (laughs) He has more signature (laughs) tweets. Yo, playoff and, games, 100%. And like Scotty out here, like you don't have no, you don't have no skeleton in your closet, blow. Like, bro, like you better, like you better come real correct. You know what I mean? Like because you slip with your track record, Scotty. Like I'm not even talking about personal life. Like he said that LeBron uh, actually won titles by himself. What? Like people, <laughs> yeah, exactly. People were bringing up the fact that um, he has school? never. He has never averaged just the the points per game of LeBron second, you know, like whoever was second to LeBron in points per game in any of his titles. Uh, Scotty has never matched that. Like Scotty never did what Kyrie did in 2016, and Scotty's talking about the 2016 championships championship. And like, bro, you was never even Kyrie. Like, how are you talking that kind of shit? Like, 
there's no way you can say that LeBron won it by himself. LeBron never won it with a superstar. Like, how are you going to shit on Kyrie won the, I mean, hit the biggest shot in those finals. Like, how are you going to say that? And, and so Scotty's out here taking L's. And like, Kate, I mean, Katie is, Katie has been more dominant on Twitter than he was in the playoffs. I think Scotty's just doing this to push it. Didn't he have a new bourbon or something? Yeah. Scotty yes. just says shit. Every, I, mean, yeah, I feel like just... every couple of years he decides like LeBron or Michael Jordan's better than the other. Like, I feel like if you track his statements, they just like, but like, didn't, didn't, you don't think Scotty gets pissed off that everyone like talks about Jordan as if like Jordan, you know, Jordan did it they, all they by always, himself. They always bring up Jordan. Like Scotty can't have an interview without Michael Jordan being brought up. Right. Scotty, we're so, so you glad would... you're here. So Michael Jordan. <laughs> you would, like, yeah, I mean, you would think that Scotty would appreciate the, the secondary players on, on a team. You know what I mean? Right? Like, yeah. It makes no sense. Scotty should be like the advocate for yes. the second fiddle. hundred oh, percent. Hey, Scotty, Scotty just wants people to talk about his Blazers career. Right, Scotty doesn't He's know, man. <laughs> underrated. No, he doesn't. Scotty, Scotty should be like, yo, Pascal Siakam was super important yeah, to the Scotty. Raptors title. Like, you gotta, you gotta give Siakam mad props. Like, yeah. Scott, Scotty should be his lane. Yeah, his lane should be sticking up for the fucking the, the sidekicks. We need to have a segment where it's just rereading old Kevin Durant tweets because there are so many gems here, man. He said, this is one of the greatest ones. It's cracking in Taiwan, but I'm getting a massage and this lady put this hot ass oil on my back. So I'm about to fart. Hashtag get back. That's that's incredible. That's what the Beatles song was about, I think. (laughs) Get back. I'm pretty sure we can talk to Paul about that sometime. <laughs> nice Australian accent there. Man. The great Kevin Durant Thank you. is the Thank Scarlett you. Johansson. I will drink your bath water. Hashtag random. Oh, that Hashtag is a classic. He's got that some good ones. Classic. Yeah. He's, He's an he may not be really better good. at tweeting than he is at a ba- as a basketball player, but he is it's the greatest debatable. basketball tweeter of all time. And he's not the greatest basketball player of all time. So he's higher in the tweeting rankings. Hold on. We got to talk about this one. I'm watching the History Channel in the club, and I'm wondering, how do these people know what's going on on the sun? Ain't nobody ever been. That's true. That's fucking great, man. This is a, he's deep. a philosophizer. Shit. That's wow. deep. He's watching the History Club. At that time. He's, watch, he's watching the History Channel in the club. Like, that's burying the lead right there. What the fuck is he doing? This, this guy's next level. Speaking of watching terrible things in terrible places... It's time for Moose at the Movies. Now that's a segue. That is. One man, two desires, drip drop and cinema. It's Moose at the Movies. Powered by Streambeat. Mm, man, I'm proud of you. That was a good segue, Al. I even hit my, uh, my hit by, my, my. <clears throat> You know that new meme where the he can't wait. I'll pull. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there you go. All right, nice. <laughs> I, I, hit that, I hit that pretty hard, Jack. Didn't I just? You got it. You did. It. <laughs> oh, wow. You're kind of fucking up the segue. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I'm so excited about my segue that I fucked it up. up. All right. <laughs> People tonight, Moose at the movies, powered by Streambeat Podcast. What's Woo. up, Frankie? We're going back into our bag of truly classic basketball movies. Oh, shit. A movie about a boy that just wants to know more about his family 
Oh, you son of a bitch. Film about luck. And a movie with the iconic logline, Kid Today, Leprechaun Tomorrow. That's right. We're breaking down the hit Disney Channel original movie, Luck of the Irish. Oh, yeah. Uh There it is. (laughs) It's okay. We're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. It's weird how even 20 years ago, a film trying to promote diversity still leans so heavily into classic racial stereotypes. But boy, does it deliver. See, in this movie, junior high basketball star Kyle Johnson gets through life by sheer luck. Our main character has all the classic Disney tropes. The ladies love him. He's got perfect grades. The black best friend, Russell, that co-signs for him. Oh, and he's also the basketball prodigy at just 14 years old. Why is that, you may ask? Because the dude has literally never missed a basketball (laughs) shot in his entire life. All thanks to this lucky coin. See, this coin leads him down one wild and crazy ride. Kyle has to work on a school project where he learns about his family's heritage. The only problem is, <laughs> sorry Ace, but it's it's a it's a good one. You're gonna get it right now. Kyle's parents have never told him anything about their family, and they freak out anytime he brings it up. All he knows about their past is that his dad is from Cleveland, and his Ooh. lucky coin used to be his mom's. So he happens to stumble into a totally random Irish festival out of nowhere after school, where somebody steals his lucky charm. I, I mean coin. Jeez. Um. Suddenly, Kyle goes from your everyday boy wonder to the Lucky Charms mascot, laying down a thick, cringeworthy Irish accent, pointy ears that clearly weren't designed for HD because they look like Play-Doh. And this basketball skills that we're talking about, yeah, they're completely gone. I mean, he can't even make a layup at this point. The worst part, this prodigy has the state championship game the next day. And um, his parents, yeah, so he turns to his parents for help. And his mom tells him the truth. Look, I'm Irish, so clearly clearly you're a leprechaun now. Uh, But in this case, yeah, because if you're Irish, you're a leprechaun. There's nothing about it. So, But in this case, he's only half leprechaun because his dad really is just some dude from Cleveland. So without the coin, he can't- So he's half trash. Exactly. So without the coin, he can't be his human self. So they go after the grandfather for help. Now, he's never met his grandfather before. Yeah, I know. because like most immigrant grandparents from a certain generation, he was pissed that his daughter wasn't marrying another leprechaun, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a new new potato chip factory opened down the street from them. And I guess he's the guy that invented the potato chip. So he has like a monopoly on the industry and he's just there opening up a new potato factory. So uh, I don't know, this movie's filled with a lot of loose plot holes, but you go with it because the shenanigans, the hijinks and bad acting is low key hilarious. Kind of matches up with our graphics tonight. (laughs) Kyle's grandfather, Riley O'Reilly, because at this point, even the writers were like, who gives a shit? Let's just go full racist. Yeah, exactly. His grandfather asked him if he's he's been to any Irish festivals lately. Uh, And that's when they realized that some traveling bad guy leprechaun is going around from city to city, stealing people's lucky charms. 
Now, apparently this bandit leprechaun has a pretty bad gambling addiction. Wait, so, wait, Frankie just said daddy age. What? Frankie just said fucking daddy age. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes. The now, apparently, collecting apparently, assets. Yeah, apparently Danny Ainge collecting assets uh, has a pretty bad gambling addiction. So the only way you can get it back from him is if you make an authentic Irish gentleman's wager. Kyle bets him that he can beat him in a game of basketball. If he wins, he gets his lucky coin back, and the leprechaun bandit has to spend the rest of eternity in the homeland of his father's fathers. But if he loses, he will travel around the world with the leprechaun bandit as his slave. But they must play it straight up. No lucky coin for either of them. Whoa. They had a deal. Now, at this point, all of Kyle's family and friends are freaking out. I mean, is Kyle playing basketball without his luck? That's not a winning strategy, okay? But Kyle de delivers a heartfelt monologue. And at that moment, he realizes, I'm a white male in America. I was born lucky. <laughs> now, everyone in his crew is like, yeah! Go get him, sport. But his grandfather is smart and looks at this black best friend and throws him a lucky coin. He's like, nah, fuck that. Go close this game out, son. Wait, wait. So, then the so his grandfather said, you're not that guy, yeah. pal. No, no, no. He's like, we're not, we're not risking that shit. There you go. So then the bad leprechaun is playing Kyle in the championship game. And nobody's questioning it, all right? Like some 30-year-old scary-looking leprechaun disease-looking shit is in a high school basketball uniform. And even the refs are like, all right, let's go. Jump ball, jump ball. Uh, so the game is going back and forth. Kyle's playing. Uh, he's playing to his strengths, okay? I mean, without the coin, he's a real solid floor general. Just Give it to taking, Isaiah Thomas, right? Taking the ball up, passing it to the black kid who's Isaiah absolutely Thomas. lighting it up. And he hits the game-winning shot. Now, kudos to Disney. I mean, it took giving this black kid a gold coin from a leprechaun <laughs> for him to get any little bit of shine or credit. But fuck it, I guess that was progress at the time. So... They win the game and the leprechaun bandit has to go give back the lucky coin. And he thinks he's going to spend the rest of his life in Ireland. Wrong. He said his father's father's land. And that means Cleveland. Once the leprechaun bandit realizes that he's going to Cleveland, he starts weeping. As any of us would getting stuck yeah. going to Cleveland. Shout so, look, that's that's the end. Uh, this movie's weird as fuck. <laughs> racially, you know, but fucking no. hilarious. So I give this movie five McDread drops. Oh, Rest, oh, take oh, me out. O'Reilly. I notice a theme, Moose. Like, you always, every movie that you do, you're like, I don't know, this is some racist shit. <laughs> but you're like the one who picks it. I so, Everybody is racist. I, I did grow up on this movie, it. and I'm my eyes are open to anti-Irish racism. I never thought it was a thing, but this is <laughs> this woke me it's up. Like, out of nowhere, you get a California kid who's talking like this. Oh, Shady McGrady! Like oh, it's just really over. His the name top. is Shady McGrady. He's not exaggerating. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. Riley O'Reilly and Shady McGrady. Yes. Riley O'Reilly, bro. Come the on, writers man. were like, nobody's gonna watch this shit. Who cares? Who cares, man? But I they were in it for the paycheck. I watched this shit. I mean, the only thing that would be worse is like they made them drunks. Yeah, but um, I just think it's anyway, also brass. I don't see a, a common theme. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, okay, I think it's kind of funny that like uh, for two Irish guys 
to settle the dispute, they play a game of basketball. It's just how it works in America, man. Yeah, kind of. There was some other stuff there, but like, like an hour into the movie, I was like, I just want to finish this shit. Like, this is really. <laughs> it was great though. Five so wait, big Mo- drip drops. Moose, you left out like relevant plot points. I feel I like mean, there's there a whole like scene some- where they play like Irish games yeah. as well. Yeah. They they do, but yeah. I, mean, oh, okay. I wasn't going to get into all it's that. Like, I mean, look, you choose I didn't even know we're going to pictures tonight. Okay, I, I didn't know what was going to work tonight, but but we got it. Moose at the movies. But did did, uh, did Lucky from uh, the Celtics have any sort of comment on that? Ooh, like did he get he any sort of review? Yeah, no. Uh, he he gave it five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He yes, didn't need Thank to. Thank you, what, what did you think of the uh, the luck of the Irish? No, I wanted to say thank you. I was I was watching from my home on the floor of the uh, Celtics Arena, and I just wanted to say thank you, Moose, for reviewing one of the most classic films of all time. Oh shit! Lucky, watch out! That's Kyrie Irving. 